How's it going everyone? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks. I've got uh, my seasoned co-star with me as Kirk McCarley. How's it going, Kirk? It's going well, Brad. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. So on this episode, I have uh, Kirk McCarley with me once again. And uh, this episode, we'd like to talk about some of the nuggets of wisdom through uh, Kirk McCarley's years and, you know, sports metaphors, life motivation, you know, throw, throw it all at us, Kirk. What, what do you got? Well, thank you for having me again, Brad. And some things that I've learned from the sports world, either as an observer or a participant that uh, mimic work, they mimic life, they mimic relationships and things that can be learned in that regard that may be of interest to some of our listeners today. Awesome. Where should we start? One that, <laughs> well, let's start with baseball. And I remember as a kid, I played some ball. You may have as well. And the coaches, as slugger, quote, unquote, would step to the plate in practice and swing for the fences. They say, or you are coached to have an uppercut and swing for the fences. But the coaching was make contact get on base because you're of no help to us coming back to the bench and sitting next to me collecting splinters from the pine. So don't worry about swinging for the fences. Look at that ball square, watch it, time it, concentrate, focus, and make good solid contact. The fielders may make an error with that. It may get through. Uh, it may get into a gap and you'll get extra bases on that. But uh, a lot of the recognition comes from hitting the home runs. Pete Rose, uh, who can be a bad name amongst a lot of people because <laughs> of some of his escapades, still had 4,000 hits in his career, most of them singles. He made a living and a very good one at that. Uh, by hitting those sing singles. And occasionally a home run would come, but that was what he was noted with. So in life, in business, get on base, make contact, put yourself in a position to score, put yourself in a position to close the business deal, put yourself in a position to have the pretty girl, if you're a guy, go on a date with you. Put yourself in a position to set an example for your kids and for those who work alongside of you. As opposed to the impact action and cause it to come about, as opposed to being an example, somebody that others want to mimic and follow. So that was a pearl of wisdom that came to mind today. Uh, another one was uh, in high school basketball, had a coach, and we were doing the less glorious workouts or exercise. It wasn't scrimmaging, but rather it was squatting, uh, laying on our backs with our feet raised six inches off the ground for what seemed like an hour, a long period of time. It's almost military type hmm. drill. But he would walk around amongst us and he would tell stories while we were doing these leg raises 
and our guts were about to bust out. And he would say things like, lots will come, few will stay. And we're in agony as we're hearing that. But what he was talking about is used in military parlance. If you're a, a SEAL or a Ranger or Green Beret, uh, there's going to be a lot of people that come forward and think they've got the game in order to pull this off. But they don't. Very few are going to stay after lots have come. And again, that parallels life in so many ways. There are going to be a lot of people that come to work in this organization, most of whom are not going to end up in the C-suite. So remembering, I want to be one of those few who stay, who have that stick to itness, who have that drive in order to achieve want to achieve. And we think of those things when stuff is the hardest, when you're doing those leg raises and you don't think you can do any more, then when the boys are separated from the men. That's right. <laughs> well, I, I think, um, you know, picking up on your first pearl of wisdom about, you know, not hyper-focusing on one thing, trying to hit home runs and and more of just getting on base, you know, not to mention there's so many aspects of that of just true of, you know, your life, your business, and then even in fitness, you know, some people just, you don't need to do everything your first three months and get ripped and shredded. You know, you don't have to worry about your diet so much. It's more of just, you need to just go up to the plate and take a swing. So that means go sign up for something. God, it could just be a, a diet app tracker or, you know, sign up for the gym or sign up for a personal training session or sign up for a boxing class, you know, just, just do something, you know, you don't have to hyper-focus. Okay. I'm only going to do one, one thing for fitness. And you know, that's all I'm going to ingrain myself into. No, 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 no. It's just like life. Enjoy the process. Just like you would do for your own personal life. Just like you would do for, for your business. You know, as long as you have a plan kind of, in the end, it doesn't have to be hyper-focused. It just has to be there and then, you know, take it day by day. So that's, that's what I kind of took from your first, first thought. You're competing with that man that you look at or that woman you look at in the mirror every morning. It doesn't have to be done with a lot of bells and whistles or fireworks, but quietly set aside, I'm going to resolve to make some changes if you're not working out right now. And it's proven that habits are formed in 21 days. The first week, maybe you're walking two, two and a half miles by the third week, you've got a new habit. I was inspired, uh, had a chance to uh, go back to where I had moved from to get to Florida, St. Louis, this past weekend and stayed with a friend of mine who I've worked with, 70 years old, had no idea that he was doing this, but he's retired and very quietly has begun a walking regimen of where he is walking nine or 10 miles daily. Wow. And he's doing that at least six days a week, uh, 60 miles a week on foot. Pretty impressive. He sure has a lot of time during that period to thank 
to process. All right, Kirk, uh, how about any uh, other nuggets of wisdom for the listeners? One other thought that comes to mind, it's uh, again from the world of basketball. It could be any sport though, uh, is not trying to do too much. Know what you're best at. Work to, but let's say basketball, but Bill Russell years ago, he was a phenomenal basketball player, but he was a brutal shot blocker and rebounder and an intimidator on defense. Dennis Rodman, same thing. Rodman more limited as far as his offensive skills, but you didn't want to play against him if you were an offensive player. He was rugged. He would get in your head. He would throw your game off. But two examples there of individuals who knew what their capacities were, they knew what their strengths were, and they just took those strengths to an even higher level. Uh, It reminded me today, I was uh, with a group of people and we were talking about uh, adherence of John Maxwell, great, great author and motivational speaker, and, and talking about, let's say, as far as ability, you're uh, two on a scale of one to 10 in your own mind. Uh, <laughs> one person argued that you're probably never gonna get much beyond a four, maybe a five if you're lucky, whatever that continuum is. And he may be right, but what I got to thinking about was how can you become the best version of a four or a five possible and use that uniqueness given what your capacities are and what your limitations are to have impact. Uh, Give an example. I was working with a client and he comes from a military background and even looks military. He uh, had some resemblance to Sergeant Carter from Gomer Pyle, in fact. (laughs) And he was was commenting on the fact that uh, sometimes when he uh, is being interviewed or being sized up, uh, he's immediately put in that box, in which he takes a lot of a lot of pride, by the way, as well he should. And I could tell that he was a little bit uh, regretful of that and uh, wondering whether he should change. And my comment to him was, you've established a brand and you're comfortable with that brand and how you come across to others. How can you become an even better version of Sergeant Carter? And so what he got to thinking about was he's got a great sense of humor about it. He owns up to who he is and what he is and have a self-deprecating view of who it is you are. That's going to sell. We want to be around people who are confident, who are self-assured, who uh, know themselves. And just happy. That's (laughs) happy. And he has that. And that's something... You need to change who you are altogether. It's like, oh my gosh, that sounds like a lot of work. It's not work to go into what your natural state is. And that's going to work well for him. He's going to amp it up even more and have fun doing it. Yeah. And and be he's a person that others enjoy. And he's in, you know, going through that motion. It's a, it's in a zone that he's most, he or she is most comfortable with. So it shouldn't be any problem at all. Absolutely. Staying within his game and uh, delivering that just like Bill Russell and uh, maybe like Dennis Rodman. (laughs) 
Well, that's awesome. Yeah, because you know, all this stuff we're talking about is, you know, everything's not about like our my show is all about, you know, fitness hacks and everything, but you know, getting getting your mind right, your life right, all of that is all about health and wellness and you know, can you know relate to fitness, can relate to your life, your personal life, your emotional well-being so i love love uh interviewing people like yourself kirk is, is there anything else you have uh for our audience any final last words for our final episode before but uh i was with somebody over the week again admiral mcraven make your bed every day don't do anything else you have accomplished something and accomplished something big it's going to be waiting for you again at night or whenever it is that you go to sleep you will have done something and i think People will find if they do that one thing, it's going to be a impetus, a motivation towards work, exercise, whatever else it's going to, they're, they're committed to. It's able them to do things more effectively. Well, I'm, I was hoping you wouldn't say that, Kirk, because you know from last time you mentioned that, that I told the listeners that's the one thing I don't do. So I think I think you beat it into the bush. I might, I might start trying that just... <laughs> Wake up in the morning, start getting that done. <laughs> I'm all, all about self-improvement. So I, I get your I get your message. I'll start doing it. <laughs> your, your, your wife is gonna love me for that. <laughs> how how can people get, get a hold of you? Do you have a website, a social media? T- t- tell them what you're kind of looking for. I, I do. I am the seed sower coach, and it'll further episode. Hopefully I have the opportunity to divulge a little bit about the development of that as a a label, but seedsowercoach.com is my website. Uh, Email address is Kirk, K-I-R-K, at theseedsowercoach.com, and phone number with the St. Louis area code 314-677-8779. I'm active on Facebook under the Seed Sower Coach, as well as I have a LinkedIn site. Exactly. And that's, I've found you on LinkedIn as well. And uh, I'll put everything in the episode details. Um, so the audience can just go to the details and click the links and find you. So awesome. Well, thanks, uh, Kirk, for uh, jumping on with me. And we'll, we'll do uh, many more together and, and uh, hope everyone enjoyed listening. But thanks for uh, doing this with me. I'll see you in the next act. All right.